0: That's what makes us tough. We keep a coming. We're the people that live. They can't wipe us out, they can't
1: lick us. The change has started, and the change in Detroit is real.
2: We're back! Yeah, 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 yeah. Detroit,
3: Michigan. Here, you can actually see what you do affect a great American city, and it's it's hopefully historical comeback.
1: in to Opportunity Detroit. Hi, this is Paul W. Smith. Joining us today, Nikki Nuzza, owner of Flamingo Village. We'll say hi to Tricia Stander and Tommy Eugenio from Three Dogs and One Cat. And then we'll end up with a delicious uh, visit with Chantel Jones, the owner and chef of Estella's Cuisine. And it's all right here, right now, on Opportunity Detroit. Detroit, Michigan. As we get underway with Opportunity Detroit, we meet the owner of Flamingo Vintage, Nikki Newzill. Nikki, nice meeting you. I'm Paul W. Smith.
2: Hi, nice to meet you.
1: I of course need to know what Flamingo Vintage is.
2: Absolutely. So we have a brick and mortar storefront space in Mexican town in southwest Detroit, and we specialize in men's and women's vintage clothing from the twenties to the nineteen eighties.
1: That's, uh, that's, that has really come around, uh, vintage clothing. I, I know a thing or two about rescuing previously used clothing because it, there's a lot of waste in the clothing industry, I have learned, um, actually through my daughter uh, having her own little Sophie's shop of reselling clothing that's been gently used but should be saved and not in a, in a trash heap somewhere. And so you are doing that in a, on a much broader basis. And is there a lot of call for clothing from the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, other than for costume parties?
2: Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So we work with a lot of production companies. We've done music videos. We've done um, major Warner Brothers motion picture movies. We've done local theme parties. We've done theater productions on a small scale here at the Redford, the Senate, we kind of always have something going on.
1: Well, it seems like it when you're going to have such an extensive collection of men's and women's vintage clothing and accessories. It would be perfect. Uh, I mean, you found your, your niche uh, selling to these production companies, uh, uh, to uh, wardrobe stylists, uh, even musicians and artists, and, uh, and you've become known... Uh, around the globe flamingo vintage so good for you tell us about your background what brought you to this
2: yeah so I started selling vintage uh, the first very first car show I did was about 12 years ago and I just brought one rack of dresses that I was no longer wearing from the 1950s I sold out of everything that I brought and all I had left were these two flamingos for display when you sell out of everything at a pop-up you're not you're not allowed to leave early you have to stay so people started calling me the flamingo lady
1: <laughs> well first of all i didn't know that when you sell out of all your product in a pop-up you can't leave you've got to stay that makes for interesting conversations but you did it nicely with your two flamingos that were left
2: absolutely and that was 12 years ago so that was my very first experience with vintage A year later, I bought a a green school bus from the 1980s. I retrofitted it to be a mobile store, and I drove around to music festivals.
1: What a great idea. Where did you find, or did you turn it into a green school bus?
2: On eBay.
1: Oh, my gosh. I guess they really (laughs) do have everything. Um, You're a market vendor in this year's Cadillac Square Markets, too, Uh, which is really an absolutely fabulous opportunity. I hope you're finding it to be that.
2: Absolutely. Being able to see a new customer base, meet new people, send them down to our brick and mortar, and then also just to be involved in the holiday cheer, it's really an incredible experience.
1: You know, I haven't been, but I've got to get down there because I always get down there for the markets. Yeah, the pop-ups, if you will. They're, they're a lot of fun. You're going to find a lot of things that you won't find anywhere else. In this case, with, uh, we're spending time with the owner of Flamingo Vintage, uh, Nikki Newsill And uh, if you go to the Cadillac Square Markets, you might want to make sure you stop by and see what they have to uh, offer. Now, you, you said you, you do have a storefront as well?
2: Yes, I do. So, I actually renovated an Art Deco department store built in 1917.
1: Well, of course you did. How could you not do that? <laughs> where, will we yeah, find, so... where will we find that?
2: So, my store was located at 5449 West Verner Highway, and we're at the intersection of Verner and Junction in Mexican Town. And we're open every day except Monday, 11 to 7.
1: 11 to 7, every day but Monday. Yeah. Now, were you ever in theater? I'm a kid who grew up in community theater, so I can relate to some of this stuff. But, But were you in theater at all?
2: So I took a lot of theater classes as a young adult. I don't have any formal background in theater per se, but I definitely grew up going to costume shops and looking at large theater over-the-top garments. And I think that that really kind of trickled down into my everyday wardrobe. Then I began to get so many compliments because I wasn't dressing like everybody else. And that's kind of how I parlayed that into a business.
1: And is that your daily goal is to not dress like everybody else. And like, for example, what are you wearing now?
2: A hot pink fur coat.
1: (laughs) A hot pink fur coat. I see. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We will see you coming and going. No question about that. Um, And, and do you get people who come in now after they've discovered you on a regular basis?
2: Yes, we do. We have been open for about four years. So next week, actually, is our four-year anniversary. Happy and we have anniversary. People who have been sh- Thank you. We have people who have been shopping since day one. We have people who have been shopping for a week, and they come back the next week. And we also get a lot of tourists. We're so close to Canada. So we get a variety of people, and I love to maintain that relationship and watch our business kind of evolve and grow. It's a beautiful thing to be able to connect with people, know that they can try on a garment, enjoy it, give it a new life, and bring it to their home.
1: Well, it's a beautiful thing to be a small business owner, and after everything we've all gone through over the last three years, to still be in business is a beautiful thing.
2: (laughs) I agree. I agree. You, I'm
1: very grateful. How do you replenish? Where do you go to find this stuff? Or is it always finding you and you don't have to look for it?
2: A little bit of both. Anywhere you can find vintage, I'm always on the hunt. I'm constantly studying construction and collecting vintage catalogs. I'm always out of state sales. I'm always buying from customers. We do trades, so we do a buy-sell program inside the store. Anywhere you can find clothes, that's how we find them.
1: And what would you say, I mean, if you could put it into uh, to words, your hopes for Flamingo Vintage moving forward? What What's the long-term goal here?
2: The long-term goal is to just do this for my entire life. This is really my passion. This was my dream to evolve into the space that I'm in now. And one can only hope that it lives on forever.
1: Well, it seems like, I mean, it's already quote-unquote dated um inventory but that's the point that's what you're looking for that's what you're thriving on so you very well may be able to continue to do this forever is it is there any plans or thoughts of expanding having another storefront location or moving uh, locations into other cities as well as here
2: detroit will always be my home detroit is such a special place I can't even imagine being anywhere else. I'm really grateful for the customer base that I have here. And currently we do a lot of traveling shows, and eventually I'd love to be able to do some international traveling shows.
1: Huh, I, you know, I, don't, I never have thought about this, but um, what is the, I guess it depends on where you are and what's going on, this may sound completely foolish, but it, how different would vintage clothing be in other countries? Than it is here.
2: So, Japan has a really high market for vintage clothing. They're looking specifically for 1940s and 1950s Americana. Same with Australia. Paris has a very different vibe. They're looking for more Victorian, Edwardian 1920s. So, it's really beneficial to bring things across the globe because people are looking for different things and they do become quite rare.
1: That's fascinating that that you would be able to nail it. I mean, this is what you do, and you do it very well, obviously, but to be able to nail what they want and what they're looking for in Australia and, and what they want and what they're looking for in other parts of the world is pretty fascinating. And uh, do you do much online business?
2: I do do quite a bit of online business. Yes, we also sell um, in New York at the Brooklyn Flea. We sell at the largest rockabilly festival in the world, which is Viva Las Vegas and Las Vegas every year. So we make a big trek out there. Also, I sell in Texas at the big Round Top Antiques Festival. We've sold in L.A., California, all through the coast.
1: Wow. I, who would know? I mean, who would ever even know that there's such demand that you could have Flamingo Vintage and to do all the things that you do, and provide all the uh, the clothing that you provide, and whether it's at the bricks and mortar store, the fifty four forty nine West Verner at Verner and Junction, uh, from eleven to seven every day but Monday, or what you do online, what's the best way to get you online? FlamingoVintageDetroit.com dot com. Detroit dot or, of course, now, during this holiday season, uh, get, to, get to the Cadillac Square markets. And uh, probably the easiest, most fun way to see and be experiencing flamingo vintage. And today, we uh, got to speak with the founder, the, the owner, Nikki Newzill. Anything else you want us to be sure we know about you and your, your shop?
2: One thing I would really like to focus on is kind of the topic of fast fashion and how the quality of mass production clothing has just gone completely downhill. Vintage clothing is so architecturally interesting, the garments are still surviving 70 years later, so we really try to focus on quality garments that are still wearable today.
1: You know that's a very good point. Uh, we know, and we—that's why there's the expression "they don't build them like they used to." But I never thought about it in terms of clothing. But I guess you're pointing out that that's correct. The stuff that was made uh, years ago was less likely to be made in a in a factory with with not the highest standards and quality, and from different places around the world, where they may not embrace that same standard of quality as some of this vintage clothing does. That's a good point. Never thought of it. Absolutely. all right we wish you well and uh and we'll look forward to a conversation down the road but uh, i just want to remind everyone find you now at the cadillac square markets and you'll find gift ideas that you won't find anywhere else because they don't exist anywhere else but at flamingo vintage nikki thanks so much best of luck to you thank you so much It's my pleasure. Nikki Noozle, the owner of Flamingo Vintage, as we open it up here on Opportunity Detroit. As we continue on Opportunity Detroit, we welcome back a couple of old pals who have a a beautiful business that's unlike any other one we've talked about. Tricia Stander and Tammy Eugenio, are the owners of Three Dogs, One Cat. Now, I think you can figure out what that means. Uh, It's an urban pet shop and destination of choice for the hip and quality-conscious pet lover, of which there are many. Customers can now find unique, eclectic, and affordable merchandise on the convenient online shop as well. And yes, they'll be there at the Cadillac Square markets. In fact, they are now... So, I'm happily welcoming back to opportunity Detroit Tricia stander and Tammy Eugenio Tricia, nice to have you here.
0: Thank you so much. We're so happy
4: to be back
1: and Tammy, nice to have you here
4: yes nice to, nice to be talking to you again Paul.
1: So, what has changed since we spoke, and who best wants to speak to that Tricia or Tammy?
4: well, this
0: is uh, I'm Tricia, and Um, Basically, I think what has changed is, again, we've gotten this great opportunity um, with Bad Rock and with the markets um, down at Campus Martius to participate in this great holiday event. And it's become, for us, um, something that's really supplemented our business over the last couple of years, which, is as every small business has gone through some challenges, um, this has been wonderful for us. And it has really given us energized us again each year as we try to bring in new products and we just love being down there and being with all the the people who come to visit whether it's local or visitors to Detroit we um we just have really enjoyed it and it's been a great partnership for us
1: well good for you uh, and the Cadillac Square Markets and um and you also work in outreach and rescues. And I'm wondering if um, I've been meaning to ask this of people in your line of work, not, not that there's another store like yours, but people who work with with pets, rescues, outreach. We were led to believe there were a lot of people who rushed out and got a pet during the pandemic and then later found that when they can't just stay home all the time and when they had to go back into work... Uh, they, they kind of wanted to move on from their pet. Have you guys seen that?
4: We have. Uh, we've seen a lot of that. Um, and there are organizations, too, um, like one we're partnering with right now, um, that kind of address that issue, too. Um, dog Aid is a local charity. Uh, and their mission always has been to provide assistance to dog owners in the city of Detroit that are experiencing financial hardship. Um, and, and they do this through a community out, and basically they provide dog food, daily care items, um, and um, proper pet care um, for owners that find themselves in that situation. And um, we partnered with them this year um, and created a shirt that says Detroit Digs Dogs, and 30% of those profits go directly to um, this wonderful cause. And uh, again, they are local and they are specific um, to helping the the people of the city of Detroit. And that kind of you know it ties in, ties in uh, a little bit to the amount of dogs that uh, you know have been abandoned or um, you know that just people found it to be a great source of um, of comfort and, and friendship during that time, but found it,
0: it just didn't work out. It for didn't them. work yep. out
4: for them. Um, so, yes, yeah, I believe the uh, all of the various shelters and that are challenged, um, are challenged that. and really, yeah. really need, need some help.
1: And, you know, um, I, I think it's important to point out, uh, uh, Trisha and uh, Tammy, uh, as owners of Three Dogs, One Cat, look, uh, you're not alone if you thought you were going to be able to handle a pet. But the worst thing to do is to try to hide that fact and just kind of grin and bear it and keep the pet but not really love the pet the pet needs to be loved and there are plenty of people out there who would love to have that pet uh, so you should look into that there's no embarrassment here uh, a lot of people made a lot of decisions during this pandemic that they turned out to be under you know when the when the pandemic went away if it really went away um, to to be uh, just a bad decision so uh, if you're listening and, and you're in that position, you should seek out help because, as our lady friends have told us, there is help out there. I want to know, uh, as a market vendor in this year's Cadillac Square Markets, what we'll find when we come to visit you there at Three Dogs, One Cat.
0: Well, I think that what we've tried to do um, is kind of stick with our, our mission from the very beginning. We've been in business about 10 years, and we have our our brick and mortar at the eastern market and we've really been able to partner with a lot of michigan-based companies and we have found those partnerships to be very successful for us we have um we brought in some new apparel Um, we have a great partnership with Inc. um detroit out of hazel park and we've got a lot of um, people apparel as well as dog apparel Uh, we've also got some really nice themed um products that give back these local charities and these dog rescues
4: and we also you know i think what we've tried to do as well is we've taken a look at what sells um the best in our old store what what do people want and we we've we've managed to kind of put all of that into a very small space Um, and these are products that you can't find at the big box they're not in on um, chewy.com they're not at uh you know pet supplies and all of those these are these are products that are unique to what they consider to be small business boutiques i was just kidding that's
1: the word that i was thinking when you were saying that that it's kind of a very boutique style of finding mm -hmm. these little things one of a kind two of a kind three of a kind that you would not find in the big box stores so that's a good point i'm glad that you've uh, reminded people of that whether they've been to your store in Eastern Market, or if they get a chance to be down at the Cadillac Square markets and to see what it is that you are doing. And and how do we get a hold of the T-shirt Detroit Diggs Dogs?
4: Yes, those are at both locations for us. They are down, you know, um, at the Holiday Market and they are at our store in the Eastern Market. Um, We also um, have the support, obviously, of Dog Aid. Um, They are online, Um, and, you know, most uh, is that we just can't wait to reorder them. You know, we we put our first grouping in, and we've sold them so well, and uh, we've got another large order going through, and uh, we're going to continue to do this. This isn't just for something this this holiday season. This is going to be all year long, and we hope we can help this, this our friends there. They're a great, uh, great organization. And if anyone
0: is also, they can reach out to us directly. We have a lot of social media. They can reach out sure. to us through um, those various um, avenues as well. We're very personal, um, personable as far as we talk to our customers. We text with them. We have good relationships. We're sh- we will ship anything out to anyone. So anyone that's interested in this, just let us know. And that's
4: also one note too is that that's what I think these markets have brought back. Um, I noticed this with the other vendors there as well. Um, there's not a customer that goes unnoticed. If they need something, we will get it to them. We'll bring it back. We'll 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 ship. We'll do whatever we have, and that's that personal touch. Uh, that I think so many of us are missing when we go shopping in in the malls these days, or or you know those type of we miss it. It was all, it's all online right. now, and um, so that personal touch and where people can come in and feel the product and read about it and and uh, know they're helping these small businesses is is really um, a Amazing. unique situation. Yep.
1: Well, that's great to hear. That is uh, that really is missing a lot of places. Um, let's face it, we've all been into stores where the people behind the counters, so to speak, don't seem to have a great interest in what it is <laughs> what it is we are looking for. I hate to put it that way, but that's a fact. And they might be more interested in a conversation with someone they're working with rather than a conversation with a potential customer. So I'm thrilled to hear you say that. And, and it almost has to be that way. If you're going to be in a, in a Cadillac Square Market, you can't hide. There's not a lot of room. And and I suppose in your store at Eastern Market, the same thing. You want to talk and interact with the people because, frankly, it means the potential for more business. Now, I heard you talk about clothing and even clothing for the dogs, for example, and cats. There is a commercial. I guess it's not a very good one because I don't remember what they were advertising, but I still love it. And it made me think of you just now because there's a commercial with a guy with a dog. Who isn't that warm and friendly with the dog? But after a period of time, uh, he obviously becomes very close to the dog because he he stops at a, I presume a school to pick up his kids, and when they open the car door, the dog and the driver have the same sweater on. <laughs> you know, you know what commercial I mean, have you seen that? You know, it's, it's
4: funny we've seen it and we kind of experienced it at our exactly. own store. Um we you know, we've noticed that there's many new lines of, of dog wear that matches, you know, people wear. And um we do even have some of those at our store, uh, matching bandanas to sweatshirts and uh, the playoff of each other um really defines uh the best friendship that most right. people feel with their I with think their that's,
1: I think that's beautiful. I really think that's beautiful. And what a great uh, Christmas or Hanukkah, present, uh, Kwanzaa, whatever you're celebrating, we celebrate it all, uh, to be able to have, I mean, a lot of people put uh, presents under the tree for their pet. And oh, to, my uh, God. yeah,
4: absolutely.
0: And to, open,
1: and and to the open, open that present and see that you have the same sweater that mom and dad have or whatever.
0: <laughs> it's a real thrill for them. It is, I it is a I think
1: it's it real. would be a great thrill, and I know they get it. I know they get it right away. Yeah. What else What else do we need to know about what you're doing at this wonderful three dogs and one cat, uh, Tricia and Tammy?
0: Well, I think like Tammy had mentioned a few minutes ago and, and we just had talked about, I think it's kind of this personal relationship that we've got going on with a lot of our customers. And I think we've got someone, um, a, a lady that works with us that's been with us for 10 years that's very knowledgeable. People text her. They come in they ask advice on sizing for their dog sweaters and their um and things like that and I I think that that's really what we've tried to do from the very beginning
4: and I think also there's so many ways now that um companies are marketing their products they're marketing on um on of you know tags that kind of give you an idea of sizing and whatnot but you know what they're not always right and we've learned over time what, how does things fit and what you know best complements certain dogs and those things aren't mentioned on tags or right. uh, or marketing flyers. Or
0: if your dog is like we, we, when someone comes in and asks us about a recommendation on a dog toy, we always ask them, are they aggra- uh, like aggressive chewers? Are they just more of a timid dog? Do they like to play? Do they like to? Things like that. And we really try to fit the customer with the correct product.
4: And again, it comes back to just the personal interest in having pride in your business and wanting you know, to do everything you can to. Um, and and we've really done that down, you know, at, at, at uh, the holiday markets as well, because that's a representation of us. It's a rep- representation of our business. And um and we really want to let people know that, um, you know, pride. that we have pride and that we love, you know, what we do and we love our store and we love the city. And it all, you know, transcends, I think. Yeah. And, and, and I've noticed the visitors uh, from Detroit have always been, uh, so complimentary and positive about what's happening down, uh, you know, downtown. So it's, sure. it's it's a win win for yeah. all of us. Sure. Yep.
1: And, and though I know people w- would benefit from coming into the store or uh, coming down to the Cadillac Square Markets, either the store in Eastern Market or the, the pop-up Cadillac Square Markets, do you also have a website we can share?
4: Uh, yes, we do. It's just three dogs, one cat dot com. And uh, we also, again, are on social media um, under our same uh, name. And, um, you know, we, we really update the social media quite a bit with new products. And uh, anyone you know, can feel free to reach out to yeah, us. I mean, even our well. QR code and everything that we have for the business, it goes directly to our messages. We right. get text messages from our customers.
1: Very good. Um, and and it, use it, the it, numbers, 3 dogs one com.
4: That's
1: correct. right. Mhm. Tammy Eugenio and Trisha Standard, thanks so much. It's great to touch base with you again. I'm glad three dogs, one cat continues to thrive.
0: Good oh, job. Thanks so much. Happy holidays.
1: Happy holiday to you. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa. We celebrate them all as I always say. As we continue on WJR and Opportunity Detroit. owner and chef of Estella's Cuisine. Nice to have you on Opportunity Detroit, Chantel.
3: Yes, thank you so much for having me.
1: You're a chef, you're a food educator, you're the owner of Estella's Cuisine. Tell us about Estella's Cuisine.
3: I am. So yeah, uh, we are Detroit's first all vegan bakery, uh, but we do also offer savory dishes Um, We do a lot of host a lot of food pop ups in the city of Detroit just to educate our community on the benefits of plant based eating. Um, Obviously, I'm a I'm a um, avid uh, vegan advocate Um, after overcoming my own health challenges. I just kind of want to share with people that vegan food can taste really well and also be good and beneficial for our bodies.
1: And that's important to note because in the old days, uh, eating vegan or vegetarian just seemed to necessarily mean you were eating something that had all the flavor of cardboard. Yeah. That that has changed <laughs> a lot. And yes. we've heard from more doctors on my regular morning show, we've heard from more doctors about the health benefits, the very real health benefits, especially for your heart, by, by going vegan.
3: Yeah, that's so true. Um, yeah, I was actually kind of what got me into this was I was diagnosed with autoimmune disease and changed my diet. And from changing my diet, learning how to cook, that's how I really got into it. But, no, I definitely i didn't start off this way. My family wasn't this way. But it's so many benefits in, in switching over to the plant-based diet.
1: And, and here you are also dispelling the myths that following a vegan diet is expensive, uh, complicated. We already bashed the uh, flavorless uh, uh, idea. I yeah. mentioned my daughter Sophie is vegan, and, uh, and she's introduced me to food that I, I actually say out loud. I don't feel like I missed out on anything. I could eat this yeah. all the time. Yeah. It's gotten easier with people like you around.
3: It's gotten so much easier, so much more convenient. Who would ever think that we can get vegan options at, you know, Burger King and other fast food places like that was unheard of. And you can go into a restaurant now and have a whole vegan menu and not just one or two options, which was normally before a salad and French fries, you know.
1: Sure. But we've come a long way. So do you, would you say you have a mission at Estella's Cuisine?
3: Oh, Yeah. Absolutely. Um, our mission is really just to um, re-represent the the term vegan and, you know, what it means and um, what people think. Because we, we still get people that's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to try that because it's vegan. And then we like just try and let us know. And they're just like, wow, that's really amazing. And it makes them open to at least, you know, incorporating some of those foods into their diet, whereas they wouldn't have before. Sure. So I definitely want to, you know, continue to do that and just kind of um, just educate, just really educate.
1: Well, that's, that's a big part of the process. But really, once you taste good vegan food, you're yeah. going to say, that's not at all what I thought it was going to be. Or yeah. even likely, that's not at all what it used to be like. And that's true. Right. It, it It is true, it isn't what it, it it used to be like now you're there at the Cadillac Square markets with some great little stores. you have the storefront as well? No,
3: so our storefront um is temporarily closed. We'll be reopening in the new year uh sometime in the Rosedale park neighborhood that's That's our goal for two thousand twenty three is to open back up. but yeah, for now we're in Cadillac Square and it's been absolutely amazing.
1: Now what happens when they come to the Cadillac Square Markets and they they seek you out? They find Estella's cuisine. What do we find there in your pop-up?
3: Yeah, so for this month we have our warm pecan brownies. Oh. Uh, we have warm chocolate chip cookies, warm vegan hot cocoa, and we also have our famous vegan lemon pound cake.
1: Wow, you're killing me with this. This sounds this all sounds delicious. So do people come in and buy the entire pound cake, or, uh, or, or can you get individual servings of it? Can you sit in there? It's pretty small, but can you, can you sit in there and enjoy some of that food?
3: No, so we're just a walk up, but walk a up Cadillac Square has yes a, a heated tent that's amazing and outdoor seating out, so you can grab it and you know still enjoy it out in the uh, market. Um, but you can only buy slices of things unless you pre-order. Um, we do take special orders for whole cakes, especially with uh, Christmas coming up. We're doing a pop-up event on the Christmas Eve where you can get whole cakes for your uh, dinner table.
1: Well, that sounds lovely. So we can go online and mm-hmm. find out what it is we need or want and then just order online as well?
3: Yes, yeah, so you can do either or. Um, pretty much we heavily use our social media where we'll post our um, our menu for the week and um, what you can get and what we'll have at our pop-up event. Um, but, yes, on our website, the great thing is that if you are not local, if you're not in Detroit or the surrounding areas, we ship our pound cakes, brownies, cupcakes, things like that. All of those are, are shippable. So you can order directly on our website, and we can have it at your doorstep.
1: Excellent. So, uh give me uh, an idea of how much one of your famous uh, chocolate cakes would be.
3: So, our pound cakes are 55, our two-layer cakes are 65.
1: Okay. And I in the Did you say lemon pound cake? Yeah, that's the things?
3: number one seller. Yeah.
1: All right. So, uh I went right to the chocolate cake because I happen to like chocolate cake a lot. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but <laughs> for Christmas, for uh, Hanukkah, for Kwanzaa, whatever, uh, what a great uh, gift idea. What a great thing. Yeah. You know, you never know what to bring to someone's house. Uh, right. Maybe, maybe they don't want wine or, or whatever. Maybe they don't drink mm-hmm. any alcoholic beverages. But yeah. But everybody loves a good chocolate cake, a good uh, lemon pound cake, whatever, Uh, Those uh, cookies, everything that you have, especially when they're extra healthful. And that's what you're going to find from uh, this chef and the owner, uh, Chantel Jones, of Estella's Cuisine. It sounds fabulous. Did we give the uh, website yet? Did I talk all over that? Or is there a website location? Yes.
3: Our website is www.estellascuisine.com.
1: Estella's com. Excellent. This is just great. Estella's EstellasCuisine.com. Uh, it'd be a lot of fun for you to go online and see the things that are available. Then maybe come into Cadillac Square Markets and look for uh, Estella's Cuisine and pick some things up. Yes. I think that's great. What else do we need to know?
3: Um I, I think you pretty much hit everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well okay. What are your future plans for your shop? Your
3: um so we are looking up. forward to our, our permanent location coming next year. Um where we will have both savory food options as well as desserts. Um so I'm really looking forward to that. Um I think you said have... Rose
1: Roseville, Roseville Park or something. Do you do you Rose- know the yep.
3: location? Grandmont Rosedale finalized, but it will be in that neighborhood. That's where our our pop-up before Cadillac Square was, and we really connected with the neighborhood, and that's where we want our home base to be. So, yeah, definitely look for that in 2023.
1: Well, you know what people are going to want when you get that, uh, uh, brick-and-mortar storefront, if you will, Um, and they taste some of this great food. They're going to want you to teach them. Will you probably do some baking classes? Oh, absolutely.
3: Yeah, that was how we you know, got started with the classes and all that stuff. So we'll definitely have that for youth as well as adults.
1: Well, that's something to look forward to because, uh, again, uh, vegan food can be, like any food, can be really bad yeah. or really good. And yep. unfortunately, uh, for a long time, the only vegan food people could find was really bad. And, yeah. Uh, and, and and now you know what I'm talking about, don't you? but yeah. uh, but now it's <laughs> amazingly good. I only know that because of Sophie and her, you know, when I take her out to dinner, she wants to have vegan and and I'll go along with her and I'll I'll try it and I go, "Wow, this is really good." And the and the thing that always comes to my mind is, "Gee, uh, this is so much healthier than what I was eating and I'm not missing a thing because missing it has anything. all the flavor yeah. and goodness that you want in whatever you eat." Yes. All good. Well, I wish you best of luck, and uh, I think uh, I hope for the holidays people will go online, find uh, Estella's com, and yes. uh, find some things to order, some things to come pick up if you want at the pop up shop, shop at Cadillac Square Markets, or to get yes. things uh, delivered in time for uh, Christmas, uh, Hanukkah, uh, Kwanzaa, whatever else you might be celebrating. Why not celebrate them all? Congratulations to you, Chantel Jones. Keep up the good work.
3: Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank well, you.
1: I appreciate you and what you're doing. Taking advantage of the opportunity that Detroit offers so many people, and more and more people are taking advantage of that advantage. That's what the opportunity is all about. In Opportunity Detroit, Chantel Jones, owner and chef of Estella's Cuisine. Uh, we uh, spoke uh, earlier. Uh, To the uh, nice folks, uh, Tricia Stander and Tammy Eugenio at Three Dogs and One Cat. And we started off uh, with Nikki Newzell, the owner of Flamingo Vintage. Uh, And and so I think you learned about some nice new people. You certainly know that lots is going on at Cadillac Square Market. And I hope that you'll take advantage of all those things. In the meantime, it's never too early to say Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, uh, happy uh, Hanukkah, and we'll talk to you in the mornings, uh, 6 till 9, on WJR. Regards, Paul W. Smith.